Join Charles Comer and Jane Spencer as they dive headfirst into the chaotic world of Saturday college football games, dissecting all the jaw-dropping upsets and sharing their unfiltered opinions. They're here to give you the inside scoop on all the exhilarating twists and turns that make college football so unpredictable on the Over Under podcast. In three, two, one. All right, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. This is yours truly, Charles Comer and James Spencer on the Over and Under podcast. How are you today, James? Good, how are you doing? What's up, everybody? Doing well. James, I got a I got a quick question. Before we jump into everything, we got Michigan versus Penn State, Florida State barely surviving Miami, Washington and Utah, North Carolina in the second two time overtime. I I don't understand why you like Drake May, but and then Texas barely surviving against TCU. Texas barely surviving against TCU. But I got a question for you. I got a duo, right? You're on the you're on the five yard line national championship game. I need you to I need you to tell me who you're taking. Quentin Ewers, right? Xavier Worthy, that duo. Or are you taking Bo Nix, Troy Franklin, Penix, a doomsday, Jordan Travis, Keon Coleman, or are you taking Horde and Marvin Harrison? Now remember this. This is a national championship game. You are on the line. Yeah, nah, for sure. That's just biased, but I'm taking Bo Nix and Franklin. You taking Bo Nix and Franklin? Grandfather Bo? Yep, Grandfather Bo's crazy. But yes. <laughs> I, that's the nickname I got for him, you know, Grandfather Bo Nix, you know, because he's been in the league for a crazy amount of time. I'm just saying, you know. Like five years. Five years is a long time. No, it's like six. He's a six-year senior. Six years. That is five. Yeah. Nice six year senior. But nice speaking friend. of speaking of being in the league for a long time, Georgia has not lost a game. Twenty six in a row against Ole Miss. It is twenty seven. I feel like we are witnessing another national championship team. Ole Miss I thought was gonna put up a fight because I didn't did I pick them? No, I think you picked Ole Miss. I picked. Did you pick? Mm, I didn't even. I didn't even know that. Look, I got a win on the board. I do got a win on the board. Let's let's talk about those. Actually, let's talk about the wins and losses. All right. We, oh, I won. I won a couple games here. I may have caught up to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't done the totals because I know we were live recording today. But Michigan, Penn State, I won. You mm-hmm. picked Penn State. Don't know why you did that, but hey. It looked promising because I think Jim Harbaugh was not going to be on the sideline. But when you got a coach like, um, I can't even remember the black guy crying on TV, that guy. I mean, act like Jim Harbaugh was dead. But it was at the Outback. It was at the Outback having the system and fajitas delivered to him watching, him watching his team win a game, you know. But it is what it is. I understand the passion of the game. Yeah, Ole Miss against Georgia. You picked Ole Miss, I picked Georgia. Now, Tennessee, Missouri, you did give me. Not gonna lie. Told you. Hey. Hey, I didn't know I didn't know Cook had it in him. Joe Milton was gonna be the better better quarterback that day, and that was not showing face. That did not show up. Florida State University of Miami. Not looking good for you on that one. You took the University of Miami. We were close. Let's. I mean, if wins just get hurt. They might. They might make it a game and win at the end. But it is what it is. And me having hope for Caleb Williams to be the great quarterback he is against Oregon, not so much. So I lost that one. TCU against Texas. I won that one. You picked TCU. Don't know why you picked TCU. I picked TCU. It does. I have it on the record. It says. I don't see at all. You picked TCU. Um, that was not sound right. Hey, I'm just wondering. We may want to go back to the, to the recording the last, but it, it's saying you picked TCU. We have Alabama versus Kentucky. I think we both picked Alabama. And then we have Washington versus Utah. 
I picked Utah, I think. So you won that one because I think you picked Washington. Duke versus North Carolina. I picked Duke. Almost happened, but what can I say? But we do, when we dive deep into the game on here, I do have some good feedback for Duke. And then Ohio State, Michigan State, we both picked Ohio State. So on this list, I have CJs. I think that's the games we agreed with. So we agreed with, actually, we did agree with Oregon. I didn't pick USC. We agreed with Oregon. We agreed with Texas. We agreed with Alabama. We agreed with Washington. We didn't agree with Duke and North Carolina, but we agreed on Ohio State, Michigan. So, and when we agree with I agree with you on Texas. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, I'm, I'm wrong on that one. But on the Florida State University, I am going to pick Florida State. So, uh, we'll, we'll go back and see. We'll go back and see. Uh, but we are in week 11, going into week 12, and it is looking like the teams are definitely separating themselves in the pack. Georgia specifically is separate, separating themselves from the pack. Gigantic win against Ole Miss this weekend. Uh, we knew it wasn't going to be a game. I think Georgia's defense is outstanding, not as good as the last two years they've had it, but they're pretty outstanding. How did you feel watching the game, reviewing the game? How did you feel that Georgia played against Ole Miss? Well, First, it looked like it was going to be like a, a shootout. But like you said, Georgia's defense really stepped up. But like you said, it's not like the defense of the pass, but they're still really good on that side of the ball. And their offense is just putting up points. So once, if your defense is playing great like that and then you're just putting up offensive uh, numbers like that, you're a really good team. But shout out to Ole Miss because I, really, I was really hoping they pull it out. It was looking good for a minute, but... Hey, it's still Georgia, so it is what it is. But Georgia's, they're still good. I don't know, I don't know why um, they picked Ohio State to be number one in the rankings besides them because, in my opinion, I, I think Georgia's the better team overall. Overall, I do think they're the better team. They have better athletes, of course, than I think across the field. However, the SEC championship game is set. It will be Georgia against Alabama. And the way that Milrow has been playing, and the way that offensive um, line for Alabama has been playing, I'm worried. I'm not 100% like I'm going to pick Bama, but I'm worried that if it's a dogfight and we go to the last two minutes, can that get it done? Can the running game get it done? You know, um, that's what I'm kind of worried about. But they, they – they haven't had a great run again this season, but they finally, I think they're finally picking it up. And that's with coming at the end of the season and coming into these games they're going to play, you know, right? Especially in the SEC. Yeah, sure. Old Miss, uh, this is Old Miss. It's Lane Kiffin's Old Miss. It's, you, don't, you don't have the caliber of players to compete with Georgia. So at the end of the day, that's, that's just how it's going to go, you know? But yeah. Hey, I, I, will, I had a little bit of faith, but hey, it is what it is. It is what it is, right? We're not going to talk about your faith today, Colorado, because, um, like I told you, they're not going to <laughs> um, But, however, we do have to step into this Florida State-Miami game. That was a nail-biter, all right? A nail-biter. I was at yeah. work filling up trucks, right, because I'm a fueler. Filling up trucks, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yo, where is Keon Coleman, right? No catches in the first half yeah. of the game. Only four receptions in the whole game, right? However, he did have a pretty return, but he kind of slow, so he didn't he didn't break it away. He you know, he was like, he was like 6'5", right? But, so. Yeah. Remember, I think I told you a couple weeks ago, I was saying Florida State – is inconsistent. I didn't like Jordan Travis as a Heisman candidate because he's inconsistent. He doesn't have those like touches where it's like, all right, for like five or six games, I'm him. All right. He kind of has those games. It's like, all right, I'm okay this game. I had a breakout game. We barely won this game. And you know what I mean? And I don't understand how if Keon Coleman is that go-to guy, Mm-hmm. I think he was only two, he was targeted three times in the first half. Florida State passes 
56% of their passes, right? Yeah. Mine combing and targeting. Was he double teamed? I would have to go back and look at the film. Was he double teamed a lot? Maybe that's the reason. But at the end of the day, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, he's gonna drop when he's needed, like with the with that return or the punt return, and then that late touchdown. I don't know. He just I feel like he's just not getting enough targets. That's all it is. And I mean, what's it called? If you, I mean, you don't have to be get targeted a lot, but as long as you show up for the targets that you do get, then it should be fine. But like you said, it's like everybody's thought he was gonna be doing crazy numbers this year, but. Travis is looking at everybody else, and when it's down to the wire, that's when Coleman, he'll throw it up to him or whatever, but I don't know. I think he's still a really good player, but again, he's not getting enough targets, so but that's a team game, so you just gotta take what you can and work with that. Do you think he was, Do you think Florida State deserves to be number four? Mm. Because if they're if they're if uh, you can't say that they're better so. than Ohio State, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I, I can't say that they're better than Ohio State. I think they have a better. I think they have a better defense yeah. than Ohio State offense. I think them and Ohio State are kind of like neck and neck. Mich- Michigan, how, we're getting to Michigan how they played, but Michigan is kind of a toss up. But I can't put them. If I'm saying right now, if Georgia and, and Florida State go play. Georgia has the secondary to hold Keon Coleman and that that unit, that wide receiver yeah. unit. They have the, they have a great secondary. So Vincent, Vincent is not going to run for 150 yards against a Georgia defensive line. That's not as good as it's been, but it's still pretty damn good. You know what I mean? So is the ACC that week of a conference that I'm like I'm sitting up here like, nah, I don't think they'll, they'll go to the championship and do well. Or is it that I really don't trust that Mike Norville, Jordan Travis, Keon Coleman, them can get it done when it comes to that crunch time? Because it's been some close games, and like I said, Georgia's been yeah. pushing away from everybody, showing the distance that they have. But then you have Florida State that's having these close games, Texas that's having these close games, Oregon pushing away from the pack, Washington having close games. Michigan having close games. Ohio State played Michigan State. I'm not going to give them that because who's even the coach for Michigan State? But like I'm saying, it's crazy. It's crazy. But Um, I I just don't believe in them for sure. Like like I said, their offense is spotty. They're having close games when they shouldn't have these close games. But kudos to Miami. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. They they still play really well against them. But Florida State is – I don't know. They they're good, but I don't think they deserve that number four ranking. Who to give it to? I don't know. At Washington, they 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 got played pretty close with Utah. And Oregon has been putting up points, but they lost to Washington, so I can't really throw them up there either. So I don't know who I would put there at the, at that point, but I don't think they should be number four. And when you speak of Miami, right, just not to get off Florida State because they are who they are, and they're going to win the ACC. They're probably going to play Louisville in the ACC championship, which will be a great game. Hear me out. If they beat Louisville, beats Florida State, we got to have a talk. Now we got to have that talk that I've been wanting to have on the transfer portal, getting people from the transfer portal. Miami puts in a freshman quarterback, Emory Williams, right? Play the, play the game. A bad game, but he played a game. He wasn't Tyler Van Dyke, who the <laughs> mental is is all over the place, right? Played a game. I think he completed what nine passes. And, but still, that goes to say if something like that. I can't if Miami that. yeah, if Miami's quarterback completing I think it was like nine out of twenty three, right? It was something like that. I got eight out of twenty-three for one seventy-five for two touchdowns, and they and they stood with Florida State twenty-seven to twenty. Bo Nix would kill that defense if you're telling me, right? That's that's what I'm saying, right? But yeah. but but to speak on Miami, like it is what it is. You know, will it get better? I don't know, but 
this time, it's it's not looking the best. It's not looking the best overall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think they they uh, they'll be. I think they they'll be better down the down the line. Not not this year, but like next year. Because Williams did look okay, but he was he's also a freshman, so yeah, giving him a little bit more time and him healing up. I think they'll be pretty pretty good next year. What do you um? Just not to get off that subject, right? We're gonna get off Florida, Miami. I think we've given the Florida boys enough attention. Washington versus Utah. As I started the show, I was telling you, there's teams that can separate themselves, right? There's teams that are starting to separate themselves in the top four. Georgia, yeah. Uh, really, Georgia, not even the top four. When we say top ten. Georgia, Oregon, and them. How many of the season Washington was was a jam pack offense? Michael Penix couldn't be stopped. Yeah, right. They go into Utah, mm-hmm. you, which which we know that Utah has one of the best defense in the Pac-12, and there was a fight. It wasn't it wasn't a cakewalk. Yeah. Do we respect that, or is it kind of like you should have pulled away? Right? Are we respecting the Pac-12s? Death of competition compared to other conferences, or are we saying Michael Penix, a doomsday, Bill and Johnson, y'all should have pulled away, right? You should have, y'all should be pulling away, I would say, from the pack and showing that you're a championship caliber team. That way, maybe you could jump into that top four spot that Florida State has right now, you know? Because just to me, it's uh, like, at, at what point, at what point can I say, Michael Penix is the Heisman winner because to me, right, even if he is losing games, Jason Daniels is playing a hell of a season. So what what makes you think I'm gonna give it to Michael Penix just because he's winning games? I mean, he's still putting up numbers though. He, he threw for 332 yards. <laughs> he's still playing really well. I mean, I I just get I think it's more of a, the Pac-12 having a really good conference that they everybody's competitive in that conference. I think some other conferences might be a little bit more weak compared to the Pac-12. So I give it to Utah. I think they just they're a really good team. They played very well, and I mean Washington. They still played really good against them, but I think it's the level of competition in that conference and and how good the well it's it's got about to dissolve, but how good the Pac-12 has been. Well, I. I understand what you're saying. He does put up still great numbers, but maybe it's the defense is what I'm talking about. Maybe I over, you know, I misstated what you know. I'm trying to talk about the offense. It's the defense. When we go in these championship games, you got to stop gotcha. the other opponent. Washington hasn't. Have they gotten better? I guess you could say they have, but at the end of the day, like you're stop, you got to stop working again. Oregon's clicking on all cylinders. You only got two weeks to prepare. Yeah. <laughs> and you got a big rivalry game down the road against Washington State, who has nothing to lose, right? Yeah. But I'm glad they got the win, but we need to talk about Utah. Where is Sion Vaki? Where is Sion Vaki, the guy that was against USC, that was catching passes, running the ball, and playing defense? From being being compared to Travis Hunter, where is Sion Vaki? Nowhere to be found. What are, what are we doing, right? How do we implement him in the game plan? Like, I don't know if he's hurt. I didn't see what's happening. I didn't see it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm, not in, I'm not in these rooms. But I mean, I think they want to just maybe focus more with him on like offense or something. I mean, he caught a touchdown. He had like seven yards receiving, but I think it might be more just kind of more into the offense, the ball instead of defense. I, I'm not in these rooms, so I think they want to incorporate him more into offense for right now. Well, I can get that. I don't know. I had a big host for Utah. Hopefully, they can pull it together this end of the season. Pretty sure they're gonna win that game against Colorado, you know. So, but yeah, we'll see. Definitely. We'll see. I mean, they My still show just a lot of. <laughs> yeah, all right. You know what's 
crazy. Not oh, say we weren't gonna speak on the game, but they were leading. They were leading the whole game against Arizona. My Fafita agenda. My Fafita agenda was dwindling. It was caving in, and then he then he woke up. He looked around that stadium. He said, "I'm him," and they got it done. So shout out to Arizona. He didn't hit my parlay. Fate to see it. Shout out to Washington for beating Utah. Um, it is. We, we want to know where Vike is. Shout out to Arizona State for beating Colorado. Viewers may not like that I'm going against Colorado, but you need to look in the mirror and figure out that it's not the players, that it's the coaches. And who is the head coach? It is Deion Sanders, and he needs to look in the mirror and figure out that he's not a coach, that he's a motivational speaker, and he needs to find somebody. He should have just been the athletic director oh. of Colorado. It should have just been no, yeah. You know what? I ain't gonna talk about it. You should have just been the athletic director of Colorado. That is a high take. Should have just been the athletic director of Colorado. Should have had the same. You could would have got the same attention. Your son's playing. Travis Hunter playing. Be the athletic director. Let somebody go in there and really coach because you letting players fight at practice. You think Nick Saban is letting players fight at practice and keeping records of it? No. You think Curry Smart is letting players fight at practice and keeping record of it? No, what are we doing? Are we in high school? No, you know what I mean? Like, what is this? Is this like, like Wayland Baptist we went to? Where's the first first year program? And we just like, ah, right, let's just let's just see how you know what I mean? Like, what are we doing, right? But my hot take, I'm just so mad because I'm so mad because I just had so many high hopes and I was really rocking with him and I'm gonna still rock with him. Because we're going to a game next year. More than like, hopefully, we can go to a game next year. But Colorado, you're breaking my heart slowly. Breaking my heart. But someone else who's breaking my heart, James. As a, him as a head coach. He was a head coach at Jackson State for three years. Well, three years. I mean, for like, like, a, power, uh, at like a power five conference school. But... Here's the thing. I'm going to treat you know I mean? him the same way that everybody else is. He's not going to get that grace. I'm not giving you that grace. I'm going to treat you like everybody else would. I'm not giving you that grace. You talked all. You said you were bringing James. He said he was bringing. He said he was bringing Louie. I ain't seen nothing but coach. You know what I mean? I'm not saying bad. You feel me? I'll buy my. I'll buy my girls coach, but it's not Louie. You know. But yeah, it is what it is. Got off track. Back on track. Like I said, who else has broke my heart is Caleb Williams and the USC Trojans. As they went against the Oregon Ducks this weekend, and frankly, I don't think anybody else. My hot take, another hot take: Oregon's going to win the national championship. Bo Nix, Bucky Irvin, Troy Franklin, Tez Walker. Oh, nobody's stopping that. Nobody's stopping. I know that's your team. Hear me out. We'll get to my team. Got you know, on the trains. No, I ain't on the train. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm at the train. Stop. I'm waving. I'm waving. Hey, you know what I mean? Good luck. But I ain't on the train, right? <laughs> Grandfather. I'm not on the grandfather big Onyx train, all right? We're, we're just chilling. But I don't all think right, anybody can stop him. <laughs> I don't think anybody can stop him. They were clicking on all them, so. My guy was slinging that ball everywhere on that field. He was doing whatever he wanted. No, they let the. It was pretty much just garbage time at that point. What's it called? But from what I've seen, from now, they're just playing really well. It's 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 a shame that they lost that game against against Washington when they did. But right now, it looks like it wouldn't even be a game against Washington. Well, they're off. Plans is going right now. Next through for 412 to 12 yards and four touchdowns. My God, slaying it. And then Irving had 112 on the ground. Like, what are we talking about right now? They're playing crazy. That's I, my team. I I'm, I'm not even going to get super into it. I'm just saying, like, man. <laughs> if they play Washington again, the only difference is Washington will have a running game this time. Washington has found a running game with Dylan Johnson. That's the only, that's the only difference, right? But the opponent that they played, USC, right? Now, last week I came here and I told you, hey, it's not Caleb. 
you know what I mean? It's the coaching, it's the defense that's bad. They had they had my man's crying in in the Coliseum, his mother's covering his face. You can see him crying in the camera, being consoled by his family. And I was like, you know what? That's sad. It's Caleb. He's at the interview. I just want to go home and curl with my cat. I take all that back. I really watched that game. It's Caleb. It's him. He's a caliber. He's he's an NFL caliber hey. quarterback, right? And you know, and before I say this, what do I know about spotting NFL NFL caliber quarterbacks, right? But if I have the first pick in the NFL draft, and and hear me out, you may want to screen record this. I'm tra- I'm taking Drake May. I'm taking Drake May. Not only am I taking Drake May, I'm taking McCarthy second. Finally, I'm, t- I'm taking Michael Penix third. I'm drafting some wide receivers, some linemen, and then I may take Caleb because I finally saw what everyone was talking about. You can't scramble all day. You can't be late on passes. You're athletic. There's people just as athletic as you on the field. You can't be more athletic than everybody. So, yes. Was the defense a problem for USC? Yes. Did they fire Alice Grinch? Yes. Did they wait too long? Obviously. But was that 50%? Was that 90% of the problem? No. Was it 60% and the other 40% is Duncan Riley and Caleb Williams not having no creativity in their game plan? Yes, that's what I think. Caleb Williams, excuse me, Caleb Williams is not him. So, I don't know. All right, we're back. Had a couple difficulties, some audio difficulties. But back to what I was saying. Caleb Williams is not him. I've been telling you that. And it took me a long time to get to that conclusion, but what can you say? What can you say? Right. I told you. I don't know, man. I think it's it's in the fundamentals. It's in it is it's a part of the criteria that he has is his playmakers, but it's in his fundamentals for sure. But we're going to go ahead and move along because I don't want anything to happen to this podcast to cut out because I think we're doing pretty well. But this is going to fly through this. We got Michigan State, Penn State. Things I can take through that game is Michigan only ran the ball second half. That's how much they respected. That's how much they respected Penn State. They only ran the ball the second half. They <laughs> These quarterbacks, <laughs> they threw for 60 yards. Penn State's a large through for 70 is crazy. <laughs> Imagine me having them on my sleeper pick for Jay McCarthy to throw 235 yards. Well, I and I look no. And I look at it and it's like 90. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. But what can you do? We're gonna make sure the Wolverines we trade them all and make sure Jim Harbaugh gets back to where he needs to be. Why was why was Buddy like? I mean, I get it. They won the game and everything, and Harbaugh goes out suspended. But man, he he was was crying like like it was a funeral or something. Like, bro, me and my girl were watching that, and I was telling her, I was like, "That's that's embarrassing. That's that's cringe, as they call it. It's very cringe." (laughs) He's like. And horrible, I love you, man. Mind you, when did Fox not start bleeping out F words? Like, how when did that know? I saw that too. I fucking love you, Harbo, man. I love this team. We have the best AD, the best dab. And I'm just like, bro. I was waiting for to point to the sky. He got suspended for three games. He had Outback having having a the fajita sizzling being delivered to him because they're like, oh, what's up, Jim Harbaugh? You're going to be all right. You're going to see him literally in less than two hours on the bus. I'm saying, like, I don't know. I saw that, and I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> but he's, he's just suspended. But, like, that's crazy to me. But anyways, carry on. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Back again. But, yeah, the Michigan the Michigan coach, intern coach, Prime was absolutely crazy. I don't know what we're doing with that. Hey, passionate, I guess, but a little too much passion. 
little too much passion. Penn State, a little too much rushing yards allowed by Michigan. How we feel about Michigan, though, going into the playoffs? Like, we're seeing their top tier. This is the only. This is the only top team they played this season. This is really their first test. And mind you, Penn State doesn't have an offense. They're shaky, and it was a close game. Can they beat Bama? Can they beat Alabama? Can they beat Oregon? Can they even beat Washington? If you're not putting up points, you're not competing with any of these teams that are up there. I'm not on the Michigan Michigan train. I've never been. I I think they're just okay. They don't really play anybody besides, like you said, Penn State. Uh, they'll play what Ohio State in the conference championship, probably right. And uh, that's the only two teams they're gonna see. And I see Ohio State running away with it. They don't show me anything that super impressive. They're just okay, <laughs> just an okay team to me. But I hey, whatever. What do we, you know, bro, like, I get so riled up because when we start talking about conferences, the Big Ten, in the Big Ten Championship, it's going to be Michigan against Iowa or Ohio State against Iowa, and they're going to get in the championship, right? And then you have these caliber teams, high caliber teams, I think, like Oregon, Texas, Washington even, even though their defense is in, right? Florida State, that are going to be sitting there fighting for a spot to get in the playoffs. But we're just going to give it to Ohio State and and Michigan just because they played played each other and then they played a give-me conference game against Iowa, who who hasn't even averaged 200 yards of offense this year. That's what we're doing. That's that's what we're seeing is the caliber team to go into the playoffs. Because I'm telling you, when it's 12 teams next year, they're out of there, first round. The the conference expands next year to with Oregon and Washington and all those other ones joining. And then we can talk about it. They'll play those teams uh, throughout the year. But right now it's just, I, who are y'all playing? Like I don't, I really don't think they deserve to be up there at all. But I think the everybody's win, on the Michigan train. The best win that Michigan had before this Penn State game was Indiana. I think. I'm not yeah, sure. that sounds right. Indiana. Indiana. Who was Indiana? Who's just playing basketball right now? Exactly. That's, hooping that's right all now. I see. <laughs> that's a little hooping right now. But I, I don't know. But I never understood everybody just on Michigan. If they played more top 10, top 25 teams, then we could talk about it. But no, I just I don't see it. I see. I feel like this should be maybe number 11, 12, maybe. But that's just my opinion. Hey. I'm not the committee, so. And so we're going to get to it. we got a segment on here that I want to talk to you about because we're going to be the committee, and we're going to have to put in the over and under podcast. Play. <laughs> we're going to have to really talk about that and make some cases, but let's get to this last game before we do get into our, our kind of segments. North Carolina, Duke, Chapel Hill, double overtime, freshman quarterback, Grayson Loftus, Duke. Matt, my guy was playing. Listen, where has he been all season? Because uh, Leonard got hurt what three games ago. I think so. And they, where, where was he over the um the black quarterback? When did when did we just on the bench <laughs> chilling, <laughs> waiting for that shot? <laughs> waiting, like Loftus, bro. Loftus is he's the future of Duke. Football for sure. Um, they're gonna need some more NIL money to recruit in the ACC, right? I think they're all giving all the NIL money to the basketball scene, but yeah, probably. Right. <laughs> and and the, and the Duke actually lost to Kansas in basketball. We're not gonna talk about that yet. But Drake May did something that I didn't think he would do. He completed sixty five percent of his passes. I don't know why you hate on Drake May. Like, he's not that guy. 28 for 43, 342 yards. Uh, Omarion, Omarion, yeah, it is. Omarion Hampton, 31 mm. carries, 169 yards on the ground. Tez Walker, seven catches, 162 yards. I really thought North Carolina was going to run away with it at the beginning. Kudos to Duke because they, they came back and they fought the whole game. But that guy, Drake May, man, hey, listen. 
I've been I've been telling you this guy he's he's him. The thing that you be talking about Caleb Williams with this this is who you should be talking about right here instead of that man because he be playing his heart out. I don't care what you say. He even in overtime, bro, when he uh jumped in that into the end zone and he's trying to hurdle people too. Man, listen. I don't yeah, see no Caleb Williams doing that. Okay, I don't see yeah, nothing yeah. but Caleb Williams doing nothing like that. He's over here saying the ball across his body and everything, hoping his receivers make plays, hoping. But this man, Drake, man, he's, I'll do it myself. I'll, I'll take over, put the team on my back. Okay. But, hey, does, go ahead. Drake May has Tez Walker. Who does, who does USC have? Who does Caleb Williams have? Rice? He ain't even close to his daddy. Hey, they recruit. They recruit uh they probably got the same, uh, what's it called, uh, receivers they're recruiting. USC just didn't capitalize on receivers. So, hey, you thought he's, he's him, though, right? He's him, though. Like, he can, he's the quarterback. He he can make those plays. He, it shouldn't matter who's out there running routes. I rescinded that he's him. I had to take that All right. time away from All him. Right. No, I'm just saying. Hey, man, it's, I was, just to get back on North Carolina, I was impressed on North Carolina's win. Drake made really did be a playmaker, right? Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, I think Tess Walker might be the best wide receiver in the NCAA right now. And I know you want oh. to say Corbin Harrison. And I know you want to say a doomsday. You got Xavier Worthy. You got Tess Walker. I mean, you got Troy Franklin. You got Keon Coleman. But Tess Walker didn't play the first three games, three or three, four games for North Carolina. Stayed focused. Came in working, made an impact immediately, and continues to make an impact. I can't wait till the bowl schedule comes out and we get to pick the ball team. Because I'm telling you right now, whoever North Carolina plays, they better have a good secondary. If Tess Walker might might go for 220, 225. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I would I would put probably Franklin like a little bit above him, like like a tad, but I'm with you on that. Uh, he's he's crazy. I see why Drake may be just out there just slinging it out there because if I have him out there catching the ball, I ain't got no worries. <laughs> I'm just going to – he out there somewhere. He's going to catch you. <laughs> you got him catching the ball. You got Hampton that can carry the ball well. You got a defense yep. that's somewhat, you know, somewhat decent, keeps you off the field. You know what I mean? Or keeps you on the keeps you on the field. You, you can score quick, you know. But yeah, man, I'm 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 interested to see. I wish they wouldn't have lost that Virginia game. Yeah, right? then we'd be talking about something different. But yeah, that, that game really hurt them. But it is what it is. Drake May, you won quarterback of the week for me. <laughs> Never thought I would say that. Right, but you did win quarterback of the week for me. Done. Another another noticeable quarterbacks, Jalen Milrow had a great game against Kentucky. Uh Alabama's looking scary. Alabama's looking scary. Everybody yeah, they're starting to figure it out. Everybody <laughs> at the right time too. And it's looking scary. Uh Jalen Daniels is still being Jalen Daniels and man, he's gotta win. He's he has to win the Heisman, right? I hope so. He deserves it. We have, Only to, one, we, have to, we have to put aside winning records of teams, right? We got to put a, a personal, well, players' personal, individual performances. Like, yep. who's doing better than him consistently since week one? Yep. I have no argument with that. It's just He's just been out there just every week, week in and week out, just putting up numbers. Doesn't matter who they play, Alabama. No matter, he's still, he's still putting up numbers, and I feel like he's not going to win the Heisman, but I, I think he should, just he'll because. Yeah, he he will for sure, but it just they're probably going to give it to somebody else. What's his name? Penix. I'm positive they're probably going to give it to him, but I think Daniels deserves it for real, for real. Penix loses in the Pac-12 conference game. Bo Nix wins. Let's just throw a scenario right here, right? Let's yeah. just throw this first scenario, all right? Penix loses the conference championship against Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. Lost my train of thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> Drake May. If he loses. Drake May. Wait. Yeah. Drake May continues to be well. Um, Daniels 
continues to be well. Jalen Miro continues to be well. And then Marvin Harrison has like a 300-yard game. Are we oh, still damn. giving it to Are we still giving it to Penix? I feel like they will. I don't think so. I don't, in my opinion, I don't think he deserves it, but I think they will <laughs> just because of what he's he's done, the, his, their win record, their, what, top five and everything like that. But I I don't know. I, I just think it should be more of just a performance, not just because you have a winning record or anything. I mean, nothing, nothing against Penix. I mean, he's a great quarterback, but he's he hasn't been doing Daniel's been doing Every every week, just consistently, just putting up numbers and playing well. I mean, it may not show with because LSU got no kind of defense, but he's out there giving them a chance, and that's all you can do. And then just balling out. But I, I don't know. I think it'll be Penix or maybe even Bo Nix. I mean, I ain't got no qualm with Bo Nix getting it, but I think Daniel should be at least a top three. But that's just my opinion. Well, I'll tell you who's not making it to New York. Sanders. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he's he plays well too, but I mean, I, I know he I know they're not gonna even consider him. Bro, don't even he threw for like what two something? Like a few touchdowns. He played he still played well. Drake May threw for three forty two, Pink threw for three hundred. Okay. I get I said played well. I didn't say played amazing like these other guys. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, bro. All right, so here we go. Last three questions I'm going to ask you, and then we're going to look at the polls, pick our playoff team, and we're going to end this, right, because it's late. <laughs> yeah, I got to get some sleep. Who has the best conference this year? This year? This might be a hot take, but I think the Pac-12, they, they're – Every every team is competitive in the Pac-12. You can lose to anybody over there. SEC, I know everybody says SEC, but it's usually what Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and then for that, I mean, there's not really anything going on. And Pac-12, I mean, that you just Utah put up a fight against Washington. Uh, what's it called? USC kind of came back against Oregon. It's just late, but still competing. UCLA, UCLA lost. And I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm pretty, they lost. I forgot who they played, but they lost. Uh, they lost. State. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Pac-12, I feel like anybody can beat anybody. And then I'll give you top top three. So I think it's Pac-12, SEC, and then uh, the ACC. Just because I think it's more competitive with the with ACC and the Pac-12 because anybody can beat anybody. And I mean, I know Clemson's had a down year, and Florida State's been playing well. But look at that, almost losing to Miami. So that's just yeah. me. But and then SEC's the SEC. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. They they have the top talent. Georgia, Alabama. I ain't got nothing else to say about them. They're just they just always good. So everybody wants to play in the SEC. So that's why you see Texas and Oklahoma going over there because they want them top recruits. They want to want that money. So, but that's why I think. Yep, that's what they talk. That's why Pac-12 falling apart next year. All right, so top top three. Mine's gonna mine's probably gonna piss you off, but <laughs> SEC. Yeah, I knew it. Pac-12, Big Twelve. Oh, the Big Twelve. I see. I, I thought about the Big Twelve, but eh. here's 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 why I say the Big Twelve. Okay. At the beginning of the season, ACC, you had Florida State, you had Louisville, North Carolina, Duke, Clemson, right? Mm-hmm. You had those top five. When you came in the season, all you had was Texas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma State was losing to South Alabama. Iowa State wasn't looking good. UCF wasn't looking well, right? Now, oh, oh Kansas, you had Kansas, and you had Kansas State. Now we look into it. There's, a, there's like a five-way tie for somebody to play Texas yeah. in Dallas at Jerryville, right? That's why I think they're a good conference because, like you said, in the Pac-12, anybody can beat, anybody can lose. Oklahoma State goes and beats Oklahoma and yep. then goes to UCF and gets blown out, scores three points. Yeah. 
three. See, and that, and that's why I was gonna throw them in there too. But I feel like uh, just because a lot of their teams are just having a down year, like Tech, TCU, Iowa State. That's why I don't. I really, really want to throw them in there, but I kind of they'll probably be number four for me if I if we did top five. But yeah, go ahead. Speaking of Tech, that's the only game that I'm worried about for Texas at the end of the year. Because oh, for sure. I remember the Crabtree, the Crabtree touchdown. I remember the agony of seeing that online. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So we'll see how that goes. Man, right? I, I don't know. It's I think I think Texas is. I, you say that, and at the same time, I feel like Texas is not going to have a problem with them. But I've I've also been saying the past three weeks that Texas is going to win, but it's going to be close games, and they've all been close games, so. I'm just back Texas, and forth I don't on know that. Why they play down, I don't know why Texas plays down to the level of their competition. I don't know. That's what I keep saying. <laughs> like, at some point, bro, like, that's not going to work in, in, the, in the championship. It's not going to work in the playoffs. Yeah. Bengals will run up 52 on you in a half. Florida mm-hmm. State will run up 32. You feel me? They're not a team that can play to come back. They're a team you get a fast start, establish your running game, your defense line establishes their dominance, we move forward, right? Yep. I'm worried about that Tech game. I'm not worried about the Iowa State game, but that Tech game, it's going to be all black, too. You already know how that goes. And you said that Iowa State game, and that's going to be the, the scary one, too. Watch. Nah, 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 nah. All right. All right. But. Let's let's go ahead and go over the AP poll. Okay. Right. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up here. We got Georgia number one, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Washington, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Louisville, Oregon State, Missouri, Penn State, trash, Ole Miss, <laughs> Oklahoma, LSU, Utah. Tulane, James Madison. Baby. Here we go. <laughs> Level 18, 19, Arizona, Notre Dame, Tennessee, North Carolina, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Liberty. Liberty in the top 25. James Madison jumped up three spots. Put some respect on their name. Right? I guess. I like it. But, all right, James, go ahead and pick your top four. Uh. I don't like Michigan going to number two. You're going to playoff committee right now. You got to pick it top four. All right. So if it was me, if I was a committee and I ran this, Georgia State's number one, Ohio State, and then Texas and uh, Washington because they can't throw Oregon in there because they lost to Washington right now. But, yeah. So Georgia, Ohio State, Texas. In Washington, Georgia, Ohio, okay, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas, and Washington. Yeah, Florida State. They just from when they played this game with Miami, I they didn't look. I mean, they played well, but at the same time, you shouldn't be that close with the with Miami with a freshman quarterback at that. Uh, Michigan, you know how I feel about Michigan. I feel like they're they're not that great. They're just okay, and and then Georgia's just going Georgia because they just. They've been great, and I don't even know why they were number two when the first the first polls came out. But that's that's if I was me, that'd be it. All right, I'm in the committee. I got my nice suit on. I'm at the podium. I got to acknowledge my top four. <laughs> number one is Georgia, defending two time champions. They deserve to be number one. Number two is Oregon. Now, oh. Oregon's lost a game to Washington. Dan Lanning coaching problem going on fourth downs early, didn't get three points that we have. That's probably lost in the game. Four yards from beating Washington and being undefeated. Dominating everybody. Has the best quarterback, grandfather bow, and wide receiver in the right now, the duos. And mm-hmm. they deserve to be number two. I don't care about the losses. Right now in my community, okay. I don't care about the L. I don't care how you I don't care about the L. I care how you took the L. They didn't take that L bad. Right? Okay. Florida State's going number three. Okay. Even though I don't like their consistency in the trenches, in the backfield, 
Keon Coleman, Jordan Travis, I'm not betting against him in number three. And then number four, even though I do want to put Texas, do want to put Texas, trust me, that's my team. I got to put Michigan. I got to put Michigan because to come out after all the controversy happened around Jim Harbaugh and win that game and to have the passion and your coach crying on the sideline like you died, <laughs> like, you just, like you got murdered, you know what I mean? I got to give it to you, right? Those, those are my top four. And we'll see how that goes. But Michigan's still in there. It's crazy, but hey, it's your list. It is my list. I don't have the games for this week. We'll have to put them on. We'll put them on Instagram. We'll keep a record of this. But you, we gonna do a poll. We want. What do you want to try to do? Our rankings, or because oh, I, I got you. Seventeen to three last week. Fifteen to five, and then I didn't add up these. It's happening next week, but next week I'll have them, and we'll be able to do that. I got you. But okay. I do want to say thanks everybody watching the podcast. Uh, we've been having some tech technical difficulties today but we're getting it together and uh, just stick with us guys we're gonna figure it out stick with us hang in there tight you know what i mean i got you um, and colorado's not going bowling so i don't have to buy any of y'all a hoodie but <laughs> get some merch and kind of maybe giving a giveaway of the first over and under podcast hoodie so we'll see how that goes we'll be back next week maybe we can live stream I don't know. We'll see how James' schedule and my schedule is like, but I may come to y'all earlier this week with with our um, rankings and what we decide to pick on this week's games. If you could follow us on Instagram over under pod twenty three. Also, you can follow James and me on Instagram. I don't know what your handle is, James. J N Spence. And then mine is DreamCon Stun. Uh, all together, but. Once again, it's Charles Coleman, James Spencer, from the Over and Other Podcast. Colorado's not that good, by the way. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Over Under Podcast. Please give us feedback on the podcast and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram at overunderpod23 and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All links are in the show description section. Thank you and see you next time.